Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into Feeding You Lies, a fearless exploration into the deceptive tactics of the American food industry. Written by Vani Hari, also known as The Food Babe, a renowned blogger and clean-eating advocate, this 2019 revelatory piece uncovers the truths that food corporations try to bury beneath attractive marketing and false health claims. Hari embarks on a mission to educate consumers about the manipulation and distortion rampant in the food sector. As she dissects the misleading strategies employed to repackage and sell junk food under the guise of health benefits, she empowers readers with valuable insights and practical advice. Feeding You Lies equips you with the knowledge to navigate the aisles of the grocery store with a discerning eye, aiding in making informed, healthy choices. Author Vani Hari, through her celebrated blog and initiatives such as her product line Truvani, positions herself as a trustworthy figure in the fight for food transparency. Her previous work, The Food Babe Way, laid out a 21-day plan to detoxify diets, and with Feeding You Lies, she continues to dismantle industry myths about nutrition and health. This book is essential for those who feel bombarded by the overwhelming marketing tactics in supermarkets, for dieters who find their efforts unrewarded, and for nutritionists or health enthusiasts who strive to understand the underlying politics of food. Harry's investigative work serves as a beacon to guide readers toward a more authentic, healthy way of living. Join us to uncover the secretive dynamics of what we eat and learn how to escape the cycle of consumer deception. Feeding You Lies How to Unravel the Food Industry's Playbook and Reclaim Your Health Introduction The Truth Behind Your Plate Unveiling the Secrets of the American Food Industry Imagine a nation pouring astronomical sums into healthcare, yet languishing at the bottom rung of health outcomes among its affluent peers. Welcome to the United States, where a paradox exists between wealth, health expenditure, and actual well-being. How has one of the richest nations on earth found itself trapped in this conundrum of unhealthiness? Enter Vani Hari, a crusader for nutritional awareness and a healthy diet. She points an accusing finger at the usual suspects, the big food oligarchs like Nestle and Monsanto. These titans of the agri-food sector aren't just running a business. They're overseeing a system that dictates what ends up on the American dinner table. According to Hari, it's a system that's less about nourishment and more about profit, regardless of the cost to public health. As we peel away the layers of the big food facade, we encounter shocking revelations about our favorite edibles. They're not only laced with harmful additives, but are also shockingly high in sugar and brimming with mysterious chemicals that have yet to face rigorous testing for long-term safety. Throughout this journey, led by Harry's investigative prowess, you'll gain insights into the barely discernible nutritional benefits of widely consumed products. Delve into the questionable scientific practices that underpin our dietary choices and uncover the cunning marketing ploys that Big Food employs to ensure their products are not just present, but prevalent within our homes. 
Key discoveries in this narrative will include the dubious nature of low-calorie branding and how it can mislead consumers into making unhealthy choices similar to their full-calorie counterparts. A retrospective look at how American families were convinced that sugar-laden cereals were a fit breakfast choice for their children. A compelling argument for considering the leap to organic foods with a view of escaping the grip of processed and chemically-ridden market offerings. Prepare to redefine your understanding of the food industry as we share both the clever tricks and the hidden agendas behind that next bite you take. Part 1. Tackling Obesity the deceptive influence of soda manufacturers on health and policy. The United States faces a staggering health crisis, with over two-thirds of its population battling obesity. As of 2017, the alarming statistics from the National Institute of Diabetes and Digestive and Kidney Diseases have painted a picture of a nation struggling under the weight of an epidemic. In the quest to identify what is fueling this health catastrophe, sodas emerge as a key protagonist, carrying the plot to a bitter reality. When you consider the habits of American children, the narrative grows darker. A significant portion indulges in at least one soda daily, setting the stage for a future riddled with medical battles. The chilling storyline includes increased risks of heart attacks, diabetes, and various diseases, all linked to soda consumption by credible health institutions like the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The response from the soda industry, with the American Beverage Association, ABA, playing the lead role is a lesson in deflection and denial. With a firm grasp over public perception, the ABA highlights exercise as the heroic solution to obesity tactfully overshadowing the villainous role of diet. Joining this narrative is Coca-Cola with its ingenious Work It Out app, orchestrating a strategic marketing ploy to promote their low-calorie beverages. Yet, the twist in the tale lies in the revelation that diet sodas might just be as detrimental as their sugar-filled counterparts. This saga turns into an all-out conflict as the soda industry and its stalwart, the Sugar Association, combat public health initiatives. Their script features sizable campaign donations, aggressive lobbying, and propaganda dissemination to maintain the status quo. A world without sugar taxes or health warnings on drinks. The numbers tell a striking story. Coca-Cola, PepsiCo, and the ABA have collectively spent a whopping $67 million since 2009 to influence the storyline in their favor. In a shocking climax, the powers of the ABA extend into the realm of policymaking as they advise bodies like the Departments of Health and Human Services on dietary guidelines. The fox isn't just in the hen house, it's drafting the security protocols. This chapter in the American Health Saga provokes a question as to who's scripting the national diet, leaving listeners to ponder the power dynamics between public welfare and corporate influence. Part 2. Distorted Science – How Big Food Skews Research to Sell Its Narrative In a world where everyone pursues healthiness as the ultimate goal, the tantalizing question of what defines a healthy diet continues to perplex many. The confusion isn't accidental. It's a carefully curated illusion, masterminded by big food, the giants of the American food industry. Deception lies at the heart of big food's tactics, 
with compromised scientific research acting as the linchpin, casting our sights back to a 2007 PLOS Medicine article by Dr. Leonard Lesser, we witnessed the unveiling of a staggering reality. Corporate-funded studies are significantly more likely, by a factor of four to eight, to produce results that favor the benefactor's claims than those that are independently funded. Consider the curious case of Kraft teaming up with the Academy of Nutrition to endorse Kraft Singles as a healthy choice for children, despite its debatable cheese content. Public outrage eventually forced a retraction of this dubious endorsement. Yet, this incident remains a stark portrayal of research being tailored like a suit to fit the needs of industry sponsors. The realm of academia is not uninfluenced by Big Food's touch. The tale of Frederick Starr, chair of the Department of Nutrition at Harvard University during the 1950s, is illustrative. With his unwavering stance that there was no link between sugar and serious health conditions, one would think his assertions were anchored in independent scientific rigor. However, the plot thickens, as Mother Jones in 2012 exposed a more nuanced story where Stair's pronouncements were tainted with payments received from companies like Coca-Cola and Kellogg's. The narrative extends to the publication of a pivotal 1967 paper in the New England Journal of Medicine, funded, covertly, by a sugar industry trade association. The Harvard researchers involved were effectively sponsored, to the tune of $50,000, to shift the villainous spotlight from sugars to fats. The paper's legacy endured for decades, steering dietary advice down a path now traversed with skepticism, if not outright distrust. These are not mere historical footnotes. They're illustrative chapters in Big Food's playbook for shaping public opinion, a disconcerting reminder of the length to which industries will go to manufacture consent and fortify their market presence at the expense of public health. Part 3. Why Big Food Fears the Organic Revolution Organic products are sprouting up on American shelves with increasing regularity now accounting for about 5% of food sales in the U.S. And this is a trend on the rise. For traditional food manufacturers, organic produce represents a genuine threat, a symbol of change that challenges decades of profitable but potentially hazardous food production practices. But let's take a moment to digest the facts about organic foods. How beneficial are they exactly? According to a comprehensive 2014 study in the British Journal of Nutrition, Organically grown tomatoes pack a more powerful punch with higher levels of vitamin C, antioxidants and flavonoids than their non-organic counterparts. Moreover, organic meat and dairy have been shown to boast approximately 50% more omega-3 fatty acids. And the advantages don't stop there. A 2017 study backed by the European Parliament highlighted that organic food is not just richer in nutrients, it's also safer. Conventional food items often harbour pesticide residues linked to a variety of health concerns, ranging from childhood development issues like ADHD and reduced IQ to serious conditions including cancer and type 2 diabetes. In the United States, the gap between organic and non-organic farming practices is stark. Organic farms have a limited arsenal of about 25 USDA-approved pesticides, while their non-organic counterparts may use more than 900 synthetic variations with less rigorous oversight. 
It should come as no surprise then that consumers are increasingly opting for organic, much to the dismay of companies like Monsanto, a chemical giant profiting handsomely from non-organic pesticide sales. Monsanto's star product, Roundup, has a key ingredient called glyphosate, which in its original use helped dissolve minerals in pipes, but now is associated with health risks such as celiac disease and cancer. To combat the encroaching organic wave, trade associations and corporations like Monsanto have mobilized front groups including farmers, nutritionists, and scientists. These entities engage in campaigns to rebuff damaging research and maintain the status quo. Groups like CropLife, which counts Monsanto among its members, even managed to persuade the Environmental Protection Agency that glyphosate was safe, despite the World Health Organization's classification of it as a probable carcinogen. The stakes are high in this dietary tug-of-war, and Big Food is deeply invested in undermining the organic movement. They aim to keep consumers doubtful and dependent on their conventionally grown products, fighting to hold their ground in a landscape where organic promises a healthier future. Part 4. Navigating Murky Waters The Deceptive World of Food Labeling Deciphering food labels can feel like attempting to understand a cryptic code filled with terms that are as difficult to pronounce as they are to comprehend. Yet this complexity isn't simply a byproduct of scientific jargon. It's a strategic smokescreen for concealing less than savory ingredients in everyday products. The entity envisioned as the guardian against such opacity? The United States Food and Drug Administration, FDA. Unfortunately, wields less power than many assume. Far from the robust regulator one might expect, the FDA often defaults to the judgments of the very industry it's meant to oversee. Within this lopsided dynamic, food companies have the latitude to deem substances generally recognized as safe, or grass, and the FDA typically rubber stamps these decisions. This framework has seen the number of additives in American foods swell from a mere 800 when the FDA was established in 1958 to an overwhelming 10,000 today. The question of their absolute safety remains a topic of heated debate, with the National Resources Defense Council flagging concern over thousands of insufficiently reviewed chemicals currently in food products. If you're hoping for clarity from food labeling, prepare for frustration. The example of Starbucks's lightly sweet chai tea latte, laden with as much sugar as nine Oreo cookies, underscores the perplexing terminology permitted under American law. Indeed, a product can contain up to 100 grams of sugar and still claim the title of lightly sweetened. Even the term natural offers a false sense of security, doing little to certify freedom from artificial additives. The phrase natural apple flavor may sound wholesome, but its legal interpretation allows for a concoction of over 100 chemicals derived from plant or animal origins. This laissez-faire approach to regulations enables food companies not just to muddle the truth, but to cloak it in palatable lexicon. Take castorium, an ingredient that imparts an artificial vanilla flavor. It's a substance extracted in proximity to a beaver's anal gland, a fact conveniently left off ingredient lists. This puzzle of labeling and regulation reveals a system where transparency is murky at best, leaving consumers adrift in a sea of misleading descriptors and hidden ingredients. It's a stark reminder that, in the food industry, not everything that glitters is gold, or even close to natural. Part 5. 
the illusion of health, nutrient-fortified foods, and their hidden traps. There was once a time when nutritional fortification served a genuine public good, such as the addition of iodine to salt in 1924 to combat widespread deficiency. Fast forward to the present, and we find that such additions have often morphed into a marketing ploy rather than a health initiative. Phrases highlighting the absence of certain ingredients grace packages more prominently than ever. Yet they frequently perform a deceptive dance around the truth. Omission doesn't equate to health enhancement. A prime example of this modern paradox lies within the diet food industry. It touts products as low-calorie or fat-free, heralding them as saviors for those seeking weight loss. Nevertheless, these alternatives are not necessarily the health crusaders they claim to be. In fact, diet products can still lead to weight gain, and in some cases may be more harmful than their high-calorie counterparts. Consider the inclusion of aspartame, a low or zero-calorie sweetener found in some diet foods. It's been linked to a 34% uptick in the risk of metabolic syndrome, an enemy of health that paves the way for diabetes and strokes. Then there's the artificial refined sugar corn syrup, a staple in many low-calorie offerings which brings along an unwelcome guest, cellulose. This indigestible component can usher in weight gain and digestive turbulence. This bait-and-switch leaves dieters wandering in a maze where the path to weight loss circles back to weight gain, with each frustrating turn pushing the consumption of these diet-derailing products ever higher. Big Food also has another card up its sleeve, the facade of health through fortification. Breakfast cereals, often marketed to children with animated characters and bold health claims, boast about their vitamin and mineral content. However, these added nutrients are but a sprinkling of benefits when compared to the tidal wave of sugars and additives they accompany. Nor are adults spared from this trickery. Take vitamin water, for example. It sounds like a wellspring of health with its vitamin-infused promise, but each bottle comes heavy with 32 grams of sugar. And here's the kicker. The body absorbs natural vitamins far more effectively than synthetic ones. The sugars, therefore, do not even play a role in enhancing the supposed healthful purpose of the drink. This peek behind the curtain of big foods strategies should arm you with a critical eye. Packing your cart with skepticism is just as important as the groceries themselves, as you embark on a journey to shop, eat, and live in ways that truly elevate your health. Final Summary When we take a step back to survey the landscape of the American food industry, the image that emerges is one of contradiction. Behind the veil of providing sustenance, big food, a titan of industry wrought with multi-billion dollar giants, feeds the nation a diet that contributes to its ill health. The reality of this paradox is rooted in power, power that is leveraged to obscure and mislead. Big Food's playbook is filled with strategies designed to mask the true nature of its offerings. From excluding suspect additives from labels to convincing regulatory bodies to sanction the use of harmful substances, the industry's influence runs deep. In a masterclass of evasion, Big Food obscures the potential dangers hidden in plain sight on grocery store shelves. 
The result is the surreptitious placement of hazardous products into the hands of American consumers, complicating the narrative of a nation's relationship with its food. This culmination of insights offers a critical understanding of how far-reaching the manipulation extends and poses a challenge to every consumer. The path to reclaiming health is more than recognizing the symptoms. It's about diagnosing the cause. With eyes wide open to the veil that big food has delicately draped over the truth, consumers can now make informed decisions on what they bring to their tables. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.